The Maker's International Podcast is brought to you by Yorkshire Grit, the Woodturner's Abrasive Paste, Highland Boxes for all of your resin and hybrid pen blanks and knife scales, Mancrafting for amazing customizable powder-coated Yeti mugs, and by Harneal Media for their website development and hosting services. For more information, go to www.makersinternationalpodcast.com and click on Sponsors. Hello, 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 hello. Good afternoon, good evening, good night, good times, whatever time it is, wherever you are listening. Ah. with me, as always, Mr. Chris Q. What's up? Uh, Mr. Jake Thompson. Hello, I'm ya. And, wow, we've really gone old school. <laughs> Joe's turned Texan and, and, gr- and grown about four foot. That's right. Um, he thought he was taller than me. He's not. <laughs> uh, and obviously me, uh, Jamie. Um, so Hi, yeah, with uh, as uh, as you've just heard on the the little bit of the intro music and the music and all that good stuff, uh, you've already heard the sponsors. So we're going to go over to Chris, um, and we are going to see if uh, we've got any random listener questions. We have. Uh, do you think our man Andy Pugh would ever let us down? Of course, we have questions. Of course, we have questions, and thanks to Andy. Andy, thank you once again. Um, but before we get into this whole conversation, I think we should probably preface this, that uh, this topic today, this conversation is for hobbyists, okay? People busy running their own businesses don't need to look for ideas on what they're going to do next because they have customers telling them what they're going to do next. So this is more for you know the average guy in his shop just kind of putzing around. Um, and today's topic was... Um, what was the title of it again, Jamie? I forget. All, all the gear and no idea. You've got all the tools. Yeah. You've got all the, all the fixtures, all the screws, all the glue, but you got no idea what to put together. So um, Andy's first question is, how often do we three, and you can go in order however you want, how often do uh, you find yourself in the position of not knowing what to make? Who wants to go, first? go first, Jake? Yeah. Um, mine is almost, almost never because I'm always behind. So, so I'm, I'm like, um, this resin room's being built. So now there's going to be 10 things after that building shelves and, and, uh, organization and, and stuff like that. So, um, I have things, I have a dragon egg I'm supposed to build. I have another table I'm supposed to build, but everything kind of gets shuffled to whatever's appropriate for that week. So there's, there's my answer. So it's priorities, but, um, all right, let me, let me put a hypothetical to you, Jake. Uh, the resin room's built. All this stuff you just mentioned has been done. You go out in your shop just because you want to have some fun, and all of a sudden you find yourself in a quandary. I mean, that, that has never happened to you before. I it, so, sometimes it, 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 that, would would you would you put Wolverine on the toilet or would you put Spider Man standing in the uh, cubicle? Depends on what their facial expression is. Is what I would do with them. That's, that, 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 that's what that's what the whole project depends on. Uh, what I would do, what I do when I get to something like that, is I'll either just grab a piece of wood and put it on the lathe and make some, just get a quick a quick win to get going. Or and and then I'm like, okay. So sometimes I have so many projects, I don't know which one to start on first. So I might tackle the smallest one just to get a win under my belt, so I can get motivated to do the other ones. Jamie, what about you? You were going out of the shop uh, and wondered what you were going to do? Oh. I mean, usually I come out into the workshop and set up a hangout and um, just kind of 
see where it takes me, whether I'm standing at the scroll saw. And I mean, at the moment, uh, I just randomly decided to make an Optimus Prime truck just for the sheer fun of it. No video, just make it for the sheer hell of it. Um, when it comes to the lathe, I've got a, um, a whole shelf there full of bowl blanks. And sometimes that can be a bit of a hindrance because I've got so many really nice bowl blanks and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, oh, do I want to turn a Paduke? Do I want to turn a walnut? Do I want to turn maple? Do I want to turn this? <laughs> and I can't, I can't, that, that's the worst part for me is uh, what knowing what wood I want to turn, not what Jimmy, to do with it. I got a question, man. Because you turn so many damn balls. What the? Where do they? Where do they go? Because I, I picture your house right now stacked full of about four hundred bulls that Jamie has turned. I mean, do you give them so away? You, or are they presents? You're not, or? you're not. You're not. You're not far off of that. So um, we've got a like a, a little shelving thing in the um, in the extension where a lot of them are. But there's a lot of in the in the spare room. But eventually, what I'm going to do when all the restrictions are lifted, my auntie owns a wildlife park. I'm gonna go and take take them all to there, um, and do a craft festival, not craft craft show, if you like, and a lot of that's got all the proceeds are gonna to go to the the animal park. I thought so you meant like the it's all like the tiger, like the tigers need new water bowls or something like that. <laughs> that's a big pole. Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm probably gonna go there and just whatever I make on there will just go to that. So you're just gonna so. you're gonna you're gonna sell them there for charity? Yeah, basically, yeah. Okay, so, I love you. Um, oh. that's probably what I'll do with that. I can't, I can't give the uh, shavings or anything like that to them because some of them could be toxic. So, oh yeah, I hear you. Um, Andy, to answer your question on my end, um, it doesn't happen that often, but it does happen. You know, it's it's not like I don't have ideas of things that I want to do. It's just it's more of a mood thing. I don't know about. You guys, it's like sometimes I will get out in my shop and I, I could have a list of things to do, uh, you know, but I don't feel like making any of them. And so I sit down and go, what do I want to make? And I, I, I come up blank sometimes and then I just go ahead and make whatever's on the list that I need to make. You know, it's kind of kind of frustrating, but I don't really have a problem um, per se in coming up with something. But if I'm just doing this and I didn't have this, if I didn't have any lists and I'm just doing this, that would be a struggle because I mean, sometimes you just really got to decide what do I want to do? You know, because a lot of times I walk out of my shop and I don't really know what I want to do. All I know is I want to do something, you know, and I'm, you know, looking for inspiration is, is the key there. So, um, most of my ideas seem to come, well, most of my good and bad ideas seem to come when I'm under the influence of medication. Um, after after surgery, usually uh, most most of Chris's worst ideas come when I've just had surgery as well. If yeah. I'm honest, that's kind of that's kind of wacky. Hey, Jamie, I did it! I did it, man! Don't don't get yeah. me. Jamie's coming out of surgery. What you really need to make is a handheld tic tac toe, mate. I made one when I was a kid. You could do that. Like, All right. I'm a there's a there's a video on my channel about making a handheld tic tac toe game. Um, uh, yeah. Well, the, here's another question: How often is the situation? If you've ever found yourself in that situation, and then Jake, you may have to imagine it. Um, if you, how often is the situation because you have too many things on the I, I want to make list? Um, you know, I mean, is it you know? It's like you walk out and you see a list of ten things that that you want to do. 
but then you're in the, the my, my dilemma before. Like I'm in my shop, I decide, yeah, I want to make all those, but I'm just not in the mood to do them today. You know, kind of kind of thing. Yeah. How often is that more the case than anything else? Sometimes, sometimes with my situation, it's like I need to do this before this can happen. I like this this table over here, the face table that I've I've had halfway done. I need to make eyeballs for it, and I'm going to make teeth for it, and I'm so like it's like you. You have to break it down to smaller projects and then make it fun. So, like, that's going to be its own video is making how to make eyeballs, how to make molds of eyeballs and stuff mm. like that. So, it's own. so once again, it's a smaller it's a smaller project. It's a quick win. <laughs> it's something that you can you can do. Like, you, if you're overwhelmed with stuff and you don't know what to do, just pick something that you can get done fast and then, uh, and you'll feel better about it. Well, Jake, you, you so you're talking about making eyeballs. You said something about making teeth as well. Um, your last video was about silicone. I, 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 are you about ready to make like you know sex dolls or something in your shop? <laughs> what, what are you doing? <laughs> not with uh, not with teeth like that. <laughs> <laughs> A little buck teeth, were they? <laughs> mm, no, they're uh, sharp. Oh, never mind. <laughs> never mind. Well, I'm not, I, I I wanted to ask you what the what the eyeballs were for. Is it just because you want to do it? So the table's going to be a yin and yang table. So it's going to be like a face a face on each side, and I'm going to put eyeballs and make them as realistic as I can make them. And there's videos out there on how to do it, but I don't want to do it like that. I want to figure out another way to do it. So that's going to be a whole other part of that project is putting eyeballs in there. Mm. I missed. I missed the yin and the yang table part of that. That's why I, I went off in my perverted way. I apologize. Um, <laughs> Jamie, how often does that happen to you when you go out there and you obviously got a list of things that so, you say you want to make, but I mean, you, you might be stuck not wanting to make any of them. So I, I've got a, um, I've got a thing that I want to do on the scroll. So I'm not going to turn around and say what it is um, just yet, but it's, it's big and it's going to take quite a few hundred hours to make it. Um, but I can't do that because obviously putting out the YouTube videos and all that kind of stuff. So I need to build up a, uh, a list of a backlog of YouTube videos so I can put my sole attention on this and just get it done. Um, basically, um, I, I did start doing that. And then I had a few issues with my lathe, um, nearly broke a couple of fingers on the week after. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so I, I have got, one particular project that I want to do once. So once I've got the, the the videos built up, but even that, when it comes to the lathe, I've just said because of the um, because of the choice of woods and like what do I want to make on there, whether it's a lily pot, a goblet, a bowl, or whatever. Um, it's always you, you get a piece of wood, and you, you once it's on the lathe, you still don't know what you want to do with it, what shape of bowl, and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, it's <laughs> it's one of the things. Well, his next question is, and Jamie probably won't be able to relate. Maybe he will a little bit, but it won't be the same aspect as I think where the, the, the question is intended. Jake, I know, won't. Jake is just going to go, no, I don't know. We really have one. Um, his next question is, if you go out in your shop and you're wondering what to do, he's wondering, do you not have a honey-do list? <laughs> and the answer to that question is, yes, I do. But it's most of the time the last things that I absolutely want to do. <laughs> but yeah, I do. Um, Jamie, do you have a honey do list? I mean, so, so I've got a good from? way of avoiding it. I've got a good no. way of avoiding it. Uh, I'm all right. ears now. <laughs> Talk to me. Right. So all you got to do is just say no. 
<laughs> if, wait, I wanna, wait. If, I, if I want to make Vicky something, I'll do it as and when I want. Unless it, requires, for it. unless it requires her to fund to fund you a new tool, then you go, oh, yeah, I can do that, honey, but I need this tool. Yeah, and there so you I, go. Th then you're going to need to buy me the tool, and then I can yeah. do it. You know, she, she'll see something on Facebook or Pinterest or Instagram. She goes, oh, I really like that. Can you make me one? No. No. <laughs> Jake, I know you don't know, but so, did you ever did you ever have that honeydew list? The honeydew list never changes. It's just when I want to do it now. So it's if uh, when it's time to mow the yard, I wait till a neighbor on each, till both of them mow, and then I'm like, hey, I guess it's my turn to mow. <laughs> <laughs> when the trash is full i take it out and i don't have anybody barking at me take out the trash i just know what needs to be done so i do it <laughs> you, you are your own honey yeah i put the trash in there so i know what's there i put it there so i but go ahead and take it out <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna list the length of my arm of things that the better half has said it would be nice if you could do this. It'd be nice if you could do that. And you know, you, and you kind of pens. It, no, they're not. No, no, no. God, thank God they're not, Jamie. Thank you. And they're not for cutting boards either. For God, love me for that. Um, and that happens every Christmas. But you know, that's a different story. We'll go there later. Um, <laughs> oh, sweet tea. Oh, Jake's sweet tea. Ah, that's great. There you go. See. You get that refreshing. You get that refreshing exhale from Jake <laughs> to go along with the rest of your day. Um, how often is it the case that I of I haven't quite got the time to do what you want to do, as opposed to you know not having enough tools to do it with? I mean, is I mean, and this is somebody who's obviously I'm guessing has a job and has you know a certain amount of time in the workshop. Um, I'll let you guys answer that as you want. I mean, I've got my response, but I'll reserve it. Well, uh, with me being uh, a bit of an invalid, um, I'm actually signed off work. So um, I can basically I'm out here as and when I want to. Um, so uh, it's time is not really a problem for me, really. The only thing that stops me is uh, that the neighbours, I guess, because all the houses are so close together where we live. Uh, I can only come out here really at a certain time. After a certain time at night, noise restrictions won't allow me to come out here. Gotcha. Um, and that kind of stuff. I mean, at the moment, no one's living next door. So that's kind of a bit of a bonus. But I can't go on the scroll saw because, I've, unfortunately, the, the bench is wedged in and it's against the house. So if I turn the scroll saw and it vibrates the wall, the wall will go through the house <laughs> and wake everybody up upstairs. <laughs> so, well, um, I mean, well, your, your own home, I understand, but neighbors, I mean, working on a lathe isn't really that noisy. <clears throat> No, especially so, the Coroner Herald, it's quite a quiet lave as well. So, mine for the last for the last over a year with COVID has been ridiculous because I've, I've there was months where I did I only got four days off, so it was like I still have a channel to do. And after twelve to sixteen hours, I'm not coming out here. I, I mean, some people are they can do that, but I'm yeah. not twenty anymore. So. Uh, I would just, when I have a day off, and if I had two days off in a row, the first day would be rest, and then the next day would be get out here, get something done, and then yep. then right I would edit the, edit the video at night or something like that. But even a, even a year before COVID hit, I was we were severely shorthanded and and working too much and all that kind of stuff. So it was just just like anybody else out there, you just kind of make time. You got to make time for it when you can. 
Jake, my hat's off to you because I, going back before <laughs> before I retired, I mean, I mean, I, I worked you know fifty sixty hours a week, and I went out into my shop to do, you know, mind space. I mean, I did whatever what seemed like fun. I can't imagine trying to put together YouTube videos back in the day, back then, and at the same time getting a video out every week. I just n no, that just never would have happened. I just couldn't have done it. So my, <laughs> my, my hat's off to you for even trying to get that done. Um, so you can look, you can look back, you can look back, and there might be a couple shop updates in a row, or just a couple talking videos where you're not doing anything. Yeah, that's that's why. Yeah, because you can come out here and go, hey, this is you know, and you do your little thing, and, and then an hour of editing, you put it out, so you at least have something to go out. But you can't do that too often, or it's, it'll kill you. Yeah, and, mm. and <laughs> my answer to that, Andy, is I don't have that excuse. It's like Jamie. You know, I'm I'm now retired. I, I've got all day to do all day every day to do whatever I feel like um, when I'm able. Um, but so I've never really had that. I don't have the time issue. I mean, like Jake's circumstance in the time that I was talking about before when I was working, you know, 50, 60 hours a week. You know, that was an issue. But today, not an issue. So I don't have that as an excuse. Um, last question Mr. Pugh has for us today, boys. Um and you know, I don't know if we can answer this because I don't think any of us have ever we picked the wrong topic to talk about today. Um, what are what are your strategies for getting out of the I'm not sure what to make funk? And I actually have several suggestions. So, and I, this, is, this is the only question. This is the only question I prepared for. So, you guys go first, and then I'll fill up the time with what I have. So, uh, for for me, I, I don't think there's ever a stage of. I don't know what to make. I, I always, if I come out here, I will always make something. Um, if, if I'm standing at this scroll saw, I've, I've always got little pieces of wood just sitting around me. I'll pick up a small piece of wood and I'll randomly make something with it, you know? Um, and, and that will eventually uh, evolve into, you know what? There's a lathe over there. You know, and all, all of a sudden I'm picking up my camera and I'm, while I'm out there, I might as well record that. And I've got another YouTube video. And that's kind of how it all started for me. I was out here uh, in a hangout with a bunch of friends and just talking and, and all of a sudden I started turning on the lathe and before I know it, I was like, you know what, I really should be recording these. And there you go, <laughs> workshop hangouts were born. Mine is kind of the, the opposite of that in, the, in that if I'm in a funk and I need to do so, I, I get my phone and I leave it in the house on the charger. I just leave it in there. I don't record anything. I just come out here and take lengths or pour something or, or make a hand or, or whatever. And then uh, no one's watching. I'm not worried about the phone and hanging out and, and doing stories or, or making a video. And that and the, then you get back on track a little bit like that. Just just chilling. Um, and I, I, I take that question as far as – grab it back again. Uh, what's your strategy for getting out of that? I'm not sure what to make. And I think the, I think Andy, I think the basis for that question is you're asking, you know, how do you go about getting inspiration? Because that's basically, you know, or motivation to do something. You know, inspiration, motivation, I guess, kind of the same thing. If you're inspired, then you're motivated. But go ahead, Jake. You got something to say? Perfect, perfect example is I had to clean out this whole shop, and it, you sit there and look at it, and it's a huge mountain that. It's almost undoable if you look at the whole mountain. So, I like, I had the wood rack over here, and I was like, I'm going to empty that. <laughs> and don't worry. Don't look at the rest of it. 
just empty that wood rack. And then next thing you know, that's done. And you go, okay, next. I had a toolbox over here with crap all over it. So I cleaned that up. Next thing it is, the all the wood, the metalworking stuff got, and next thing you know, at the end of the day, everything's done, but you have to put the blinders on and don't look at that whole mountain that you need to climb. Look at the first little hill and, and then like, you'll, you'll end up getting there. It's like making a complex project. Don't look at the entire thing. Take it one step at a time. Um, and then that this and that's a great friend, uh, segue into what my worst case scenario was was my my worst case because I have faced this problem in the past where I walked out there and just didn't know what I wanted to do. Um, and this is what I found helped me. May not help you, but I'll, I'll share my experience with you. Um, I don't. I try not to get frustrated. Come up with an idea. Instead, what I do is I have in the past. I'm gonna say. I do. I just, I have in the past, I spent time in my shop and I broke out all of my owner's tool manuals and I read them this time because <laughs> when you get the tool, not everybody reads the whole owner's manual cover to cover. And if you actually spend time reading the owner's manual to some of your tools, you're going to learn some things about your tools you didn't know, first of all. But second of all, I did it primarily because I wanted to go back and recalibrate all of my saws to make sure that each one of them was still 90 degrees. I'm talking about my bandsaw, my table saw, my radial alarm saw, my mutter saw. I want I went back and read the manual on how they say to go about setting it up and doing it. And I went back and, and did that. And by the time I was done with that, the shop day was over with. But I was productive. I recalibrated my entire shop. So the next time I go out there, everything was ready to go. And it was good. You know, sometimes you can set it up and it stays that way for life. Uh, a lot of the tools that are out there don't hang on to that kind of calibration and that you got to go back and readjust. So it's something to do while you come up with an idea. Um, as far as inspiration goes, I don't know about you guys, but I find Pinterest to be um, a great place to go get ideas, inspiration, or at least thought starters. And it's nothing more than looking at pictures of things that people have made. And sometimes you, it's not that I want to duplicate what they've made, but sometimes it'll lead you on a path to make something that it's, it, you know, it, it spurs that kind of creative process by looking at you. That's kind of cool how they did that, but I wonder if I could do it this, you know, that kind of thing. So th that's not a bad way to go about it. I mean, I don't know how you guys feel about it, but I, I've turned to Pinterest more than once. Um, and like we mentioned earlier, if you don't have one already, then go to your significant other and ask him what he or she needs. Because um, trust me, you'll get something. I can't guarantee you're gonna like. I can't guarantee you're gonna like it, but you're gonna get something. Um, um, you know what? And the and the other thing is the other scale. The the other scale. This is pick something that you've always felt intimidated about. Cameras off, not videoing this. Just you, you and your time in your shop. Pick a project you've always felt intimidated by, as long as it's not like building. Noah's Ark. I'm talking about smaller projects, but you weren't quite sure how to put it together. Spend some time in your shop out there and start trying to, you know, m make the first cut on a piece of wood and start trying to put it together. You know, and, and chances are you're going to fail, but you're going to learn something along the way. And then try again and try again and try again. And you, you, know, you might end up learning something along the way. It's, it's, it's production. It's productive time, I guess is what I'm saying, more than anything else. I'm not trying to preach to anybody i'm just saying at least you're spending productive time on your shop if that's what you want to go out and do then there you go yeah 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 um so uh with that um i think we was gonna kind of go for 
like a, a 2.0 of a, a previous episode um, mm-hmm. that we once did called the the Indian and the Arrow. Um, this was an episode that we we first done on uh, May 2017, which is actually an episode that Mr. Morley himself brought up. Hi, Richard. Um, yeah, we're revisiting one of your topics: the Indian or the Arrow. Yeah, you remember that one? Remember when you confused Chris? <laughs> I was confused uh, as hell about what that meant. What are you talking about? The Indian or the Arrow? What the hell does that so mean? Basically, what that, uh, how that, where that stemmed from was I actually went back to uh, watch a bit of it said to get. The, the real context of where it came from. So what it was, was um, Richard said that Jay Bates got a comment um, on one of his videos. And if you don't know who Jay Bates is, go and YouTube it. You won't regret it. Uh, Jay Bates got a, a comment on one of his videos. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, and it basically said, if uh, if I had $100,000 worth of tools, I could do that too. And now you've probably seen them sorts of comments all over YouTube. You may even got one yourself. Uh, Jake obviously has he's just raised his hand yeah. um, and to which uh, Jay respond, uh, responded back it's the Indian not the arrow basically meaning it's him doing the work not the tool hence the Indian not the arrow um, so we're, we're going to kind of go back uh, and revisit that um, so yeah it's 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 kind of kind of like um the the the, the festal were a, a great brand to use, but does that mean you can't do it with a a, a much cheaper brand? No, yeah, no. and and don't I mean yes, I said festal, but um, it could be a DeWalt brand rather than a a Parkside from Aldi or Lidl. Or a, do you know Har- what I mean? Or, or Harbour Freight. Yeah. Or a Harbour Freight. You know. So you know what? Yeah, you know what? I think what what sometimes is just needed is practice on the tool that you have. If you've never done yeah. a certain thing on a tool you've had, practice on it, and 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 do it. It's a you know it's because you know and Richard, God love you. Um, it is the Indian and and it's not the arrow, because I've seen people talk about that, Jamie, all the time about well, if I had all those tools, I could make that too. And, my, and I look at them and I shake my head and I go, No, you couldn't. No, yeah. no, you could. No, no, you, no, you couldn't. <laughs> Here's a little story. Here's a little story, and I don't think there's any children in the chat. So watch out. Uh, <clears throat> I got a comment like that on mine, and I kind of can't. I I keep my channel real clean and uh, family friendly. So what I do is, somebody said that if I had all those tools, I'd be able to do that too. So I I screenshot it, I send it to Jamie, and then he got on there and commented yeah, back that, to the guy. A mistake. He said, <laughs> Jamie told the guy, if you had all of his tools, you'd still be an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> So that's people's perspective. That guy thinks that me going to work and spending my hard-earned money on tools that I want is is why yeah. I'm making things. I'd be making things if I had just a, a hacksaw. I'd still be making things. So that's that guy's bad uh, perspective is what makes that, makes that I argument. Agree. I agree. And, you know, and I'm going to share this right here. Wacky work. Better tools make it easier, but you have to have the skill to begin with from uh wacky yeah, workshop. Matt. Yeah, and that's abs- absolutely true. It's absolutely yeah. true. And and the, the truth of the matter is, is for all that for all that guy knows, you could have saved for that for a week, or you could have been saving that for ten years. Yeah, you don't know. I think that particular yeah. instance was I have two bandsaws. Mm-hmm. But those two bandsaws cost the same as one. Powermatic or one Laguna 
bandsaw. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's not like so if it, it, the appearance is that that I have two high dollar bandsaws, but they're two good price bandsaws that I could afford that I worked and went and got. So is it my yeah. is that am I supposed to apologize for for uh, getting hard earned money and buying tools? I don't think so. No, it's, no, yeah. of course, because. I can tell you right now, every tool in my shop, I've, I've had a few I've had a few given to me. One very recently, which and I'm still not talking to you guys about that. Um, the um, but I've had a few tools given to me. Um, but the majority, everything in my shop, I bought with my own money. You know, and so whether it's you know, I don't really care what you think of the tools I have or what. This is this is money I paid out of my pocket. Now, pal, if you want to come build my, the exact duplicate of my shop in your shop. Then you go ahead and do it, but you know what? You'll never hear from me. You'll never hear me going, Well, if I had those tools, and oh, 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 yeah. come on, I mean, come on. I mean, it's not like I spent my entire life <laughs> creating and building my shop to what it is today, and it's not like I went out and just yeah. pulled out a credit card and decided I want to be part of a game I don't know how to play. It's you know, this is just <laughs> this is like something I've been doing for quite some time. It's it's not like something that, that happened last year because I saw a, a a video that inspired me to go out and buy an entire Parmatic shop. I mean, come on. <laughs> so, uh, had... Mark. Go on, mate. Go, go on, carry on. So, so I was going to say, Mark, uh, Mark Shorten made an interesting point. He says, I believe better, to- uh, better tools gives you more confidence, especially if you're a beginner. Well, I would agree with that. I had a table saw that I wouldn't use because it scared the hell out of me. <laughs> I, 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 I just gave I, away a table saw because it scared the hell out of me. <laughs> yeah. So I got a better table saw and it's it turns on and it has a soft start and the fence is better. You make straighter cuts. It, it doesn't jerk when you turn it on. And and uh, I wouldn't even use the other one. So I, I, I guess my, so true. Well, it is true. For, well, for me, for to an extent, um, better tools meaning, and I'm Mark, I, I'm I'm going to kind of tone that down a little bit. Meaning that better tools mean you're not buying the cheapest thing out there. Um, you're you're buying. You could buy mid range tools, and that is a better tool than that that cheap tool um and that mid-range tool should give you enough confidence to do it but if you're a beginner i don't care if you go out and buy you know the fest tool paramatic i mean whatever you want to buy um i don't know how why that would give you more confidence because you still know how to use the damn thing until you've done it you know so it's better to i mean in my opinion it's better Mm. to Find out at a mid <laughs> mid range tool if you know what the hell you're doing or not. I mean, why right. go out and spend a, you know twelve hundred dollars on a on a freaking bandsaw if if you if you don't even know how to use the damn thing? I mean, great, I feel confident I got twelve hundred dollar bandsaw, but if you can't make a freaking cut with it, then, then what the hell good is it? I mean, hey, I bought a, I bought a a, a fist tool track saw and I named it Stimulus. <laughs> that was hard to I, I needed a track saw. Get the best one and stimulus check. It literally didn't come out of my pocket, so to speak. So that was my opportunity to buy, and I'm I don't have one regret about spending Uncle Sam's money on a fest tool. <laughs> <laughs> there are so many ways and so many people that would hate you that you said that that I'm not even uh, there. Hey, uh, man, haters gonna go. haters gonna hate, man. It's all no, right. That's, that's fine. No, and, and I'm, I, hey, I'm, I'm just saying. I I just. 
toe of the general pop. And there's some folks that would not want to hear you say that. Uh, better tools are in Richard's right here. Mr. welcome back to the podcast, even if it's in text form. Uh, not you. Sorry. I apologize. Back to you in a minute. Better tools are more enjoyable to use, usually. If you're making it for fun, why not spend more and enjoy it more? That I will agree with. That I mm-hmm. will agree with. But buying buying better buying a better tool doesn't mean buying the top of the line tool. You know what I'm saying? It just means buying a quality tool. Unless you, you want to disagree with that, Richard. And then in that case, and uh, we're gonna give you send you a link and get you on here because we're gonna have an argument. He said he bought a Bridge City Tools hand plane two weeks ago and he hates it because it's totally garbage. I guess because it didn't cost him that much. So, uh, we're, we're, so going back to the, the, the previous episode and uh, when we spoke about this again, it was called the Indian and the Arrow, and I'll go, I suggest you go and check it out. Um, would that mean that because Richard didn't like what was it the the Bridge City hand plane? Does that mean that Richard would now go and buy a uh, Lee Valley one hand plane, or would he I go saw... for one, one up from what he I just? Think... I think what he's saying is he bought an expense. I watched his stories and he bought an expensive tool. And what he oh, was really concerned expensive. about was the, uh, the sticker was coming off the box. He was so mad. <laughs> it's oh, the best so thing I saw. It was, a, it was the best thing I saw all day. Yeah. This is bridge cities tools. Oh. Cost, cost the earth. Yeah. He was mad. Oh, <laughs> oh well, I'll get you. Oh, my oh, bad. So, I've so, never even heard of him. Yeah. So spending more money isn't exactly the answer. Am I right, Richard? Yeah, I guess so. That's not always the... Uh, <laughs> it's not always the answer. <laughs> not always the answer. There you go. And you know what? You can you buy, why, why, pay, and, why pay thousands on a CNC when you can have a scroll saw? And you know what? Larry from, LC, Larry from LC Woodworks makes a great point. He says, um, you know, he, he's out of tools in the shop. It came with experience. But the, the the point that he's making, I want to reiterate, is it's better if you if you can't afford the brand new uh, mid range or even upper mid range tools, then buy them secondhand. They're cheaper, and they're still mm-hmm. just if they're a quality tool, it's a quality tool. Now you may have to spend some time, but like I said earlier, the uh, the owner's manual and make sure it's recalibrated and it's actually working the way it should be working. But you know what? That or compared to you know saving eight hundred dollars, I'll do that every day of the week. You know, <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. give me that tool. I'll recalibrate it, put it in working order again, and make it work. I don't care. I have a problem with that yeah. at all. So, uh, Mr. Pew made another interesting point. Uh, a festival tool will be ninety nine percent accurate out of the box. A parkside tool, for argument's sake, or a cheaper tool uh, might need considerable uh, fetting to be accurate. That's true. Yeah. That's what, and you may need to do that every single time you use it. Um, well, oh God, my first, my, my last table saw before I got the one I have. I'm telling you, that thing would go out of calibration every time I used it. It's like I had to recalibrate that table saw every time I used it, and that's that's what finally got me so freaking pissed off about. It. I get so tired of recalibrating that table saw. I was like, it's time to sell it to some other sucker because I'm not, <laughs> I'm not using this thing anymore. So there's there's the other thing is people. You see someone with a shop full of Festool, and people have a, like a strong opinion about it. Like I don't right. care what the guy makes, as long as like, he can afford those tools. Good for him. Good, good for him. So like, if you can't, don't be mad at him. 
Yeah. <laughs> do what you can do and, and and don't have such a strong opinion about it. I don't understand that that at all. That's pretty common. Pretty common. It's like so somebody... I'm, I'm going I'm to kind of put Richard back on the spot a little bit. Um, so Richard obviously is a <laughs> Festool user, and he has been for a lot of years. Um, but there's a reason why Richard's a Festool user, because and Richard's a tradesperson, and he uses them a, a lot. Yeah. So why shouldn't he go out and make that purchase? It makes sense. It's going to save him money in the long run. Yep, it sure is. You know, um, I think he said on the on the other episode, he, I think he bought the Festival Domino, and it quite literally made him his money back on the first time he first job he used it on. So now there's a tool, there is a tool, and I I, I would put this into an exception because Festool makes the Domino. There is no other Domino type tool out there, and if you're doing a lot of joinery. You know, fitting up tabletops, things of that nature. That tool is honestly worth the money you're paying for it, especially if you are selling. Now, if you're a hobbyist and you have the money, then you, God, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna bitch at you for buying it. Go get it. You know, but if if you're struggling for cash and you, you're trying to figure out the best way to to do something, and you want you you really want that domino, but you just really can't afford it. You're, Hello, welcome to my world. Buy a router. Make a jig, make your own festool. It's 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 longer, it's harder, it's not as easy, and it's 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 more difficult, but it does the same thing, you know. But if yeah. I had the, if I had the cash, I would buy a Domino tomorrow. I swear to you, I would. Mm-hmm. I would. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and it's exactly the same. He said, if I could afford festool, I would buy them. Um. <laughs> I want to catch you... it. I want to catch it for this, man. <clears throat> I have a woodpecker's uh, flattening jig. <laughs> it's going to be called uh, stimulus number two. <laughs> <Are> you... <laughs> Good God, Jay. <laughs> why? Why are you even getting stimulus checks? I want to know. Don't tell me now. Don't, when we go off the air. <laughs> I don't know what the, how you how you imagine to get these checks because, brother, I could use a a, a, a woodpecker's flattening jig. I, mean, I won't tell you. I won't. I won't tell you what number three is then. Oh, tell, <laughs> tell me what tell me what number three is. So, I have a old. I had an older iPhone and I wanted the newer one. And but that's it's a ridiculous. Just like the festival, it's it's a high priced thing. I'm not saying it's not worth it. I'm saying it's high priced. So like my regular money, like your regular income, you can't, I can't justify doing it. And the same thing with this phone, but I got the last stimulus and I was like, we're working iPhone 12. <laughs> and I've been, I've been doing my, uh, all my videos with it and everything. So that's, it was, uh, I got the biggest one with the most memory, all that stuff. And it was like a luxury kind of thing. Kind of like when you get your taxes back or something, you go, you know, uh, treat yourself. I got the iPhone 12 and, and, uh, it was a stimulus plus some money, <laughs> but it was it was a, a after it was all said and done. It only it only had a little bit come out of my pocket, so it was totally worth it. The other one with the um, I sold a sander for this other guy's small stimulus check, and the same time I got one, so I bought the the woodpecker thing. <laughs> so you took his so stimulus. It was, I it took was his stimulus. stimulus. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like. The festival thing I have, you're a, I, you're a governmental whore. You know that, right? Hey, yeah, but I <laughs> earned every bit of it. My God, <laughs> yeah, you did, you did. I am not gonna, lie. I'm not gonna argue about that. So uh, all I, the expensive stuff, all the the high dollar stuff besides the CNC machine, I've had that for years. 
all the expensive stuff that most people, most normal people can't afford. I use, I found a way to do it without hurting the household. God love you for that. Mm-hmm. There you go. So Seth from Brickhouse Craftworks has put buy once, cry once. Yep. <clears throat> that, that That's a good point. And I got I to share Richard. Richard, you're part of the podcast again today. Um, I generally think many people have opinions because they hear other people have opinions, much like fast cars. You know what? I I think there's a, probably a certain amount of that element in there too. I don't want to call everybody. Hey, Richard, Richard, it was our two year anniversary of us being at Richards, and we did the skit where I was like, "Hey, so you like routers, huh?" <laughs> yeah, they're all right. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're all right. <laughs> Jake likes Marmite. As well, that's the anniversary of that as well. Jake, you, you, please, no, please tell me you don't like Marmite. You don't like it's Marmite. horrible. It's the most horrible thing. Ever. Oh my god, that's the nastiest Wait. stuff you could ever put in your mouth. <laughs> Why? Yeah, it's, it's terrible. They got a Why kick that? out of it. It was all right. <laughs> Why that's popular anywhere is still beyond me. But hey, what can I tell you? My tongue was raised in America. Um, <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> oh dear. Uh, apparently, Matt was uh, uh, Matt from Wacky uh, Works Woodshop would let uh, anyone buy him a Domino. Of course, you would. <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of tools, and you know what? You know, and you know this gets mixed reviews. And it's it's have have you ever looked at tool brands, and you're looking to buy something, and then you get mixed opinions on things. You know, you get mixed. Oh, opinions. very much so. Oh, like like let's let's say you. You're looking to buy a, a table saw, and I'm just going to use this as a for instance. This is not even where I'm going with this, but I'll use it as for instance. And here in the states, uh, maybe even in the in the UK and elsewhere. I mean, I don't know. I'm just talking about where I live. Um, there's a a, a a mid-priced, not cheap, but mid-priced um, rigid table saw that people swear by. There's also a Man. mid-priced, mid-priced uh, delta table saw that other people swear by. And it's like people want to argue about which is the better. Um, and I, frankly, I, I don't care. My, my, my problem with buying new tools is I want to see what the consistency of the comments, I want to find out how consistent a certain problem keeps cropping up. Like, uh, does it always have to be recalibrated? Is the fence not that good? You know, and you don't see those in every comment, but you see the, and when you start seeing six or seven comments like that, then you go, that eh, might be a concern. You know, then you might want to pay attention to that. It might affect your buying decision, but reading comments, when, when you go to a, 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 and if you've ever been on Amazon and you've gone down and looked at the comments people bought, and if you're looking at a pricey item, something that costs, I mean, I'm talking hundreds of dollars and you look down at the comments the majority of the comments are this is the best thing since sliced bread because you know what? Nobody ever wants to admit that they spent that amount of money on a pile of crap. And so, and so they're going to go, they're, of course, they're going to give it good reviews because they're ashamed to say it sucks. <laughs> yeah. You know? So yeah. be wary when reading comments on tools, folks. I mean, be very wary. Well, before you go out and spend a you know a good chunk of your hard-earned money on tools, because the comments is is, is a place you may want to go to, just like I talked about, find maybe there a recurring problem with this tool. Or I have a 
I have a perfect, not to cut you off, but I have a perfect example. I bought a, a sliding table saw attachment for the Grizzly. Mm-hmm. It's a Grizzly planned attachment and everything, and I made a video on it. But it's not on there now. So I don't bash companies. You, you just can't do that, right? So um, people go on that video, and they'll say, what do you think about it? It's like, it's not on there anymore. <laughs> so you can go, you know, like, if it's an older video of somebody's and they have a tool, then look at their newer videos. If they're still using it, then they like it. If they don't, you're not going to see it again. Do the math. Yeah. 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 Um, or uh, Larry LL, uh, LC Woodwork says, Look at John Heiss, he makes uh, most of his vi- uh, tools out of plywood. Uh, at the moment, uh, with current prices, I think he's probably better off buying the festival himself, work out cheaper. Yeah, we're, we're not going to talk about wood prices, guys. We're not going to yeah, do it. No, no, we're not going to do it. We're not going to do it because everybody knows and it's it's old and it's been beaten to death. So, yeah, but we, we you know, we could do a show about alternatives so that that we could do a show about creating your own lumber and making it, you know, relatively free, except for the effort. Um, I, I don't have a problem doing that. Cause I could certainly chime in there because I do that all of the time. I don't, I don't make my own plywood, but I make my own, you know, regular wood. Anyway. Um, uh, Matt said, Matt from wacky words is Jake's doing mass. I think he leaves that to you, Matt. So he's, he's talking trash. Cause, uh, we, He's been involved in this whole resin room thing, and he knows that <clears throat> stimulus check wasn't going to touch that lumber bill that we're about to do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not not happy about it. How much? Um. Okay, are people driving down to help you, Jake? Matt is coming, and so Matt's in there from Wacky Works, and David Birch is in there, and they both are experienced in building houses and, and things like that and i'm not so they're going to tell me what to do and i'm going to do it and we're going to have I mean, a good time where 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 are these two where are these two gentlemen hail from are they anywhere within a reasonable day's reach of me mm. <laughs> uh david's in david's across town from me in amarillo so that's the one to no, know that's not going to be and, on. and then uh matt is he's in georgia Tallapoosa. All right, no, that's Tell not going to work either. Georgia. That's yeah, not going to yeah, work yeah. either. Okay. I like I wanna, I, wanna, I won't even tell you what I'm going to tell you, what I was going to tell you, but so never mind. Um, okay. No, that's fine. Anyway, both you, of these you, you guys, David Garnier and Tim Sway up that way, though. And Direct is not far. And, you know, both you of should, those. Yeah, go ahead. You should, you should see what David Garnier give, gave me, by the way. He stopped by my, my house, uh, like, I guess it was about a month ago now, and he, he dropped off this antique stand up. I mean, it's like this high. I mean, I'm, well, you can't see that on Instagram or SoundCloud, excuse me. Um, it's about four foot tall, old wooden boxed radio that is absolutely gorgeous. Nice. It, needs, it needs to be refinished. But he knew I was in radio and he said, would you like this? And I went, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> he says, I'm either nice. going, it's either coming to your house or it's going to the dump. I go, no, bring it. <laughs> bring it. I want that. So I, that's going to be a refinishing project I have coming up. But anyway, yeah, David's good people. So is Tim. They're both good guys. But uh, Jake, I, I, I have a bunch of lumber in my shop that I, I currently <laughs> don't have a need for. And I would have given to you. So to save you some cash, that's why I asked. Uh, make the- I appreciate yeah. it. Uh, it's um, we're into we're in too deep at this point. <laughs> uh, uh, Chris Schwinn says um, he's going to get learned how to build a room. 
Yeah, she's trying to make fun of us of <laughs> Texas and Georgia. He's a Georgia, he's a country boy too. Yep. Yeah. He's all right. Yeah, good good call, Brickhouse. Brickhouse Graphworks says he always filters out the one star and five stars when reading reviews because they're always so unreliable. And that's true. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yep. true. Yeah. Absolutely, that's that, that's true. I, I don't. Go you there can't either. really believe the one star reviews because you, you don't know if they've had a bad bad service, customer service, or something like that. So they leave <laughs> one review because they're. Being an idiot, you can be, yeah, you can be, you can be some old man that's upset because his box had a dent in the corner. I mean, yeah, you know, uh, I, love yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love reading, I love reading reviews. The ones that say, I'm gonna give it a two out of five because I had to pay tax on this. <laughs> that's, that's not the product's fault. That's, that's <laughs> yeah, uh, all right. Well, um, I know we have set up for next week, Jamie, and that's gonna be fun. We're gonna have a good time next week, and I, I think if you yeah. guys are uh, join us next, next week, week, we've got uh, Berkey and Franco on. Yes, we uh, do. Um, yeah, we're going to be talking about the virtual craft festival and so. Franco cooking again with Andy and me in the uh, in the in the gallery. Yeah, that, that, that <laughs> seemed to be a bit of a fan favorite last time. So but it was with my mother anyway. She laughed. Oh, but what? But we're not done yet. So, uh, Jamie, I think it's time for the old, uh, I think the old Viking lady to break out her sword and thing, and you know the, the what are those blonde braids that they wear on stage and the Viking hat and belt out a song. So you're on your own Same. today, buddy. We just gotta we gotta remember to take off the headphones today. That's all. Go ahead. <laughs> Anytime you're ready. Right. Like a, He's I'm time for Jamie's page. Oh, Jamie, Jakey got you. Uh, uh, the only thing I've really got is uh, I've got a premiere in 40 minutes. Um, that's really all I've got. I've, uh, if anyone's got any uh, milestones that they've done, um, feel free to put them over in the chat and let everybody know that you hit some sort of milestone. I know, I know so I could just tell you I hit 750,000 views this, <laughs> all of a sudden this week. That's about it. But I wasn't going to say that, but I just did. I and just realized oh, well. it. I have, a giveaway, I have a giveaway going on Jamie Jamie's page. Jake's got a giveaway going on Jamie's page. There you go. Um, there you go. Uh, Jake's got a giveaway going on. <laughs> that was original. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, quickly, I'll quickly pass that over to uh, Jake and let him tell everybody about that. So, uh, Jake's Thompson. All right, the first is the shout out before I talk about myself. What do you call it, Jake's, uh, Jake's drawer Thompson. or something like that? Yeah, so JD JD from Dimensions Workwork is, is my um, shout-out. He's mostly on Instagram. He does really good YouTube videos, and he's just like the rest of us. He goes to work. He's a cook, and he puts in long hours and everything, still makes time to go home and make stuff for people, and he's cool, and he's country. Louisiana, Mississippi. Yeah, he's down there, and he's, you can listen Yeehaw. to him talk. Yeehaw, he can to him talk. He's all right. I'll, I I think highly of the guy. So anyway, JD Woodworks, JD from Dimensions Woodworks. Uh, the the giveaway I'm doing is these. I made these out of some new silicone. They are pin blank molds. Yeah, pin blank molds. I made them. Um, there's a video on it. Check out the channel. Go check it out. Follow directions. Watch the whole thing and follow directions if you want to win some. And that's all I'll say. If you can't follow directions, 
You cannot win this giveaway. <laughs> if, if, you're, if you're one of those kind of people that put something together with parts left over, don't bother. Just don't bother. <laughs> no parts left over is not an excuse. All right. <laughs> Jamie, you got, what's your, your shout-out was what? What do you have? So, so my shout-out uh, goes to Justin over at uh, Garage Avenger. Um, I'm going to shout-out one video in particular, but all of his videos are brilliantly edited um and he's just an, uh, an awesome really funny guy but the video i'm going to be shouting out um was actually put out yesterday um and it's called it's the nose picker um he basically carves <laughs> a hand and put a nose picking device inside of it really really funny oh really, my really God. funny video so yeah the garage avenger <laughs> Why am I not surprised that you picked out the nose picker? That's getting this Jamie Page in a nutshell, right there. Um, imagine that. Imagine that. My shout out this week goes to uh, uh, Gerald, Gerald the Redsmith. Um, he always puts out good videos and he's, he's a great storyteller, too. Um, his latest video, I think he put it out yesterday, which would have been Saturday. Um, he refurbished an old bow that he had that he had taken apart and had actually missing parts from, and he he kind of redid the entire bow put it back together again with new parts um made a new handle for it and at the same time made a target stand so that he and his son could go out there and have target practice using a bow and arrow in his backyard if you love if you love the red smith if you if you ever haven't heard from him then get out from underneath that rock uh go subscribe and then go watch your old sub video channel because he puts out good stuff so Gerald from the, the, the Redsmith. That's my. Uh, that's my I, I want to say uh, the Redsmith's doing it full time now as well. So he definitely needs a lot, all the support as well. Give him some love. Give him some yeah. love. And he's good people. He yeah. honestly is good people. Yeah. So there we go. Um, so I guess it is in uh, until next week when we'll be uh, craft festival. We'll, probably, we'll be talking about the craft festival and. Probably giving uh, Franco and Andy a bit of jip. Um, <laughs> well, well, wait, 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 wait. wait. I, I, want to talk, I want to talk about this crash festival real quick because Jake, I know you're involved in it, right? Yeah. Yep. And matter of fact, the uh, the giveaway I'm doing is going to be the winners are going to be announced on the craft festival with me and Jamie on that. So mm -hmm. stay tuned. And Jamie, you as always are kicking it off. I am. I am. Hey, what, at what time in the morning in the UK? Uh, it'd be 10 a.m. Uh, in the UK. So it starts 5 a.m. Eastern time here in the States. That's correct. Yeah. Okay. And ends with uh, our, our buddy Carl Jacobson. I won't go that far, but it ends with Carl, yeah. Yeah, Carl. Oh, it's Carl. Come on. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Carl's a good yeah, it, it ends. It ends, with, uh, it ends with our buddy Carl Jacobson. No, yeah, that's see. correct. God, i got to... I'm telling you, Carl, so, if you're listening, how many minutes we got? We've got five minutes. I'll quickly run through everybody that we've got on. Um, so we've got, obviously, it starts off with me. Uh, then we've got Nick the Flaming Turner, Scott the Blue Light turn, uh, Tumblr, uh, Maple Tree Studios, Al's Hack Shack, Whitehall Pottery, Stuart Farini, Highland Boxes, Spirit and Bear, Cammy's Garage, uh, Wayne the Wood Turner, Art of Fire, uh, Franco, Andy and Chris. Dreadnought Woodshop, Jake Thompson, and like we just Bam. said, ending with Carl Jacobson. So, 16 hours of fun. That's going to be everything from wood turning to clay throwing. Yeah, you to go. Wood clay throwing to glass bowling to cooking to you name it. it, it that's scroll soaring. Yeah. Uh, I, that, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing yet. 
<laughs> to, we don't know. To, to, to creators not knowing what they're doing yet. It's, it's just resin and resin cast and accessories. <laughs> I'm kind of I'm kind of excited to find out too. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for him to turn on the switch and go. Hi everybody, welcome to Crossroads Tool. I'm Jake. Jamie's in the chat. He's gonna be, he's gonna be with you with me. I don't have a clue what I'm doing though. Let's just. <laughs> Let's walk around yeah. first of all. Totally <laughs> makes it makes it makes it way exciting. Oh, I bet. <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> makes, there you go. Makes makes the chances of a fail skyrocket. <laughs> anyway, it's okay. Uh, yeah, you you can uh, you can turn up next week and find out uh, how it all came about, and you can come and bully Andy if you like. He likes that. Oh, Mister Yeah, Mister Berkey, yeah. and also uh, Franco Noche, Mister yeah, Noche. There you go. There Mr. Noche, and you know, if, I keep, if, I keep if turns up in his kitchen with uh, 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 a little demonstration of what he's going to make, I'm going to hurt him because he did that <laughs> last time to me. I know. <laughs> and Franco, as much and, and needs to say, Franco Noche, uh, a little bit Italian, a little bit. He's yet to cook anything Italian. He just doesn't make, hasn't made it. It's like. He's talking about doing. I know what he's. I know he's planning on making for this craft festival, and I'm like giving him hard time. I'm like, though, you're freaking Italian. Did you make an Italian dish for Carmelo? Well, I really want it. Okay, whatever. No big deal. Anyway, so. Anyway, that's uh, it. I guess yeah. we're done. Yeah, to wipe and get off. Uh, in, until next week when we're talking about the virtual craft festival and giving it a little bit of promotion and love. Um, we'll see you. Uh, we'll see you later. Have a great week, everybody. Uh, y'all be good.